Sports Radio 1043 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Good morning. Looking out the window in my uh, palatial studios in Fort Collins, it's raining again. You know, today's going to be the last day of rain in June because I checked on the Internet. And we averaged three days of rain in June. So it rained the first three days, so this will be it. I think not. It's uh, scheduled uh, to rain the whole next week. Now, it's hard for me to be disgruntled about too much rain after we've gone through water shortages. And this is filling the lakes. The rivers are running high. We're going to talk during the show how that's all affecting the fishing. And there's some great fishing going on right now. We'll touch on that. Uh, And it's free fishing weekend. So you don't need a license today and tomorrow to get out and fish. So even if you've got some just old gear, (coughs) excuse me, old gear sitting in the garage, maybe get some line on it or if you think it's usable, take the kids down to a pond, catch some bluegills. You don't need a license. If you spend a half hour, an hour, it's no big deal. Dig up some worms, go buy some bait. Just get out there and give it a try if you haven't done it for a while. You're going to find yourself having a good time. You're going to have to dodge some rainstorms. Be extremely careful in lightning. Uh, lightning is one of the biggest outdoor killers in the United States. And we and Colorado is one of the hardest hit spots for lightning in the United States. So be just be cautious. Use common sense. Don't be out in the open. Don't be high and exposed. Don't be on the water during lightning because uh, it can be dangerous. Now, I am going to get in trouble today because I have a cold and I do not have a cough button on my microphone in our studios in Fort Collins. So I'm fighting a really bad cold. Hopefully I'll make it through the show. But whenever I clear my throat or cough, a lot of times I'm not going to be able to keep it from going over the air. And during breaks, Karen is going to probably come over and slap me and yell at me because she hates it when I do that. So bear with me on that. Hey, let's go to the phones. Joining us from the Colorado Wildlife Trail is Josh Sheldon. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Terry. It is Colorado Wildlife Trail, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. For a minute, I, I put down CWT, and for a minute, I was going to think it's not tour, it's trail. But you know, I, I knew that. I just didn't know I knew that. I guess, Josh. How long have you well, guys we, been around? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, well, we we kind of consider ourselves a tour with how good of our our anglers are, but we go by trail. So, Colorado Walleye Trail is a walleye tournament based activity that most of your tournaments are right here in Colorado. Why don't you kind of explain to people what CWT is? So CWT is a competitive walleye series that we host uh, on Colorado lakes. Uh, it is focused for our state parks uh, and for our Colorado anglers. We are uh, a member of the um, Bass Pro Cabela's family. We are a uh, tournament or a circuit contributor, I guess, for the national team championship which we currently have four teams competing in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So we have a team of the year race and we have a captain of the year race and our top four captains uh, win spots with the national team championship and they go compete nationally. So uh, we use the local circuit for uh, a lot of really great events Uh, around the state of Colorado. We try to spread it out and we get, give the anglers a chance to go compete on the national stage. Now, if, if somebody doesn't want to, <laughs> excuse me, jump in and do all four events, in fact, a couple of them are over this year already, 
they can dip their toe in by just doing one or two. Is that right? Absolutely. We encourage everybody to uh, start out with, especially just if this is your first tournament, give it a try. Come join us at your your home lake and, um, you know, see how it's, how it goes, what it feels like to fish in a tournament, what it feels like to be competitive. We use the top three tournaments of the four to determine our team of the year and our national team champion uh, teams. So if you miss a tournament, not a big deal. You get We have four, so you can drop one. And um, come, come check it out. It's, it's really a great, great experience. Now, I'm going to get some fishing updates from you in a minute, but let's talk a little bit more about the, tr- the walleye trail. Uh, you got Pueblo coming up. I want to talk about that in a minute because that's an incredible lake to fish, and it's a competitive lake that you can use a number of different means to catch fish, and I think that's going to be a, would be a great one for people to start with. But let's go through the events you have left this year and some special events you have here. Tell us what, and then what kind of prize money? Tell us those things. So we have Pueblo coming up, like you said, and that's going to be uh, June 10th and 11th. Uh, registration closes on Wednesday at midnight. Uh, we have Sterling, which is scheduled for July 8th and 9th. Again, another great fishery, another great place to go. Sterling always does an amazing job hosting us. And then through All Eyes on Fishing, we have two shootouts that are coming up. And these shootouts are designed to be one-day events where you go out there and you, you give it all you have for one day. And it's going to be uh, a little bit higher entry, but the payouts are going to be great. So if we, we are capping the field at 60 boats, and if we fill the tournament with all 60 boats, first place will be $13,000. So okay, it's definitely... No, keep going. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so So the first one is going to be Glendo uh, in Glendo, Wyoming, July 23rd, and that's a Sunday. And then the next one will be at Lake McConaughey, Big Mac shootout, October 22nd. Both bikes should be phenomenal. Both lakes should be fishing extremely well by the time we get there. And uh, it should really make for some great, great tournament fishing. All right, let's talk just a little bit more about Pueblo, give people an idea. Um, they have till when? Wednesday to register for Pueblo? Correct, yep. Wednesday at midnight, registration shuts down. They can register uh, through the e-tournament fishing app. So they need to go to their uh, phones, go to the app store, download the e-tournament fishing app, and through the e-tournament fishing app, they'll be able to enter the tournament uh, electronically. Okay, and what's the cost to enter Pueblo? Uh, the cost to enter Pueblo is $430 per team, and that includes for the for the whole weekend. And, again, payouts, the tournament will be capped at 60 boats per uh, Colorado Parks uh, request. And uh, the payouts, again, will be, um, if we could get 60 boats, the payouts would be uh, right around eight or $9,000 for first place. Uh, if in as uh, if we have less boats, the the payouts start to go down. But we have numerous prize packages to go with it. Cast King uh, provides prize packages. Under Armour Fish, Bass Pro Shops provides a lot of um, uh, prize money for this event, along with Big Fish Money. Uh, Truck Kings Denver provides the big lift, where we prov- we give four hundred dollars to the team that makes the biggest. Uh, you know, the biggest mark up the, the, the leaderboard from day one to day two. And so a lot of great prizes, a lot of great prize money, and a lot of great sponsors support this event. You know, you talk about the biggest second day. There was a couple tournaments. I won the comeback award when I was fishing at a very high level. 
And I always wondered, is that because I suck so bad the first day or I figured something or or I figured something out the second day? I never knew that. I never knew whether to be proud of that or not. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we we uh we really like it, the anglers really like it, and it gives you something to fight for. If you have a bad first day and you do figure it out, um it really gives them something to fight for. And it's a you know, it's a good prize. Four hundred dollars wins you your your entry money back. So you just had a free weekend of fishing. So yeah, it really is I, great I and we that. really appreciate it. The Wyoming Governor's Cup one year, I think well out of hundred and twenty boats, we were probably like hundred and fifteenth the first day. We had a big fish bite and we knew we'd only get six or seven bites, but we had to land them and we landed one and we lost I think five or six fish either right in the bushes or right at the boat. Second day, we decided to go to our spot that was going to be our fill-out spot where we had smaller fish. We ended up getting a huge bag of fish and went all the way from 100-something to 11th place. So, oh, that's amazing. And what a feeling yeah. that is, too. I, that right there typifies <laughs> the, the, the adrenaline rush you get from tournament fishing and how it can hook you and bring you back year after year. Hey, a couple quick things. I want to get an update from Pueblo, but before I do that, you're doing some software things. Tell us real quick about that. Yeah, we developed an app uh, a little over a year ago, and it's been on the market for the last few months. It's called eTournament Fishing, and it's uh, uh, an app that really anybody can use. It's used to uh, put tournaments uh, basically on the forefront and support catch and release. It's a catch, photograph, video release format. It definitely gets rid of uh, any sort of cheating or anything that could happen associated with uh, with tournament fishing. It uh, is very important for the, the, you know, keeping the fishery at a healthy level. No fish are kept in a box, no weigh stations, and anybody could use it. You can, you, Terry, if you and I wanted to get five or six of our buddies together at Pueblo this weekend and say, hey, let's go out and fish for a day, you can put in a tournament as a tournament director. Uh, you can open it up for 30 minutes for us all to enter. It can close and we can go out and we can fish our own little tournament. So uh, it is designed for the pros at the National Walleye Trail level all the way down to a couple of guys going out with uh, five or six buddies and, and having their own little event. So it and really is... The name, the, the name of it again. E-Tournament Fishing. E-term e-term fishing. fishing. And, that's in, and that's in the app stores. It is in the app stores for both uh, Apple and Android. All right. Before we run out of time, you're having a Pueblo tournament next... Uh, Next weekend, I'm sure you've been keeping track. I know you used to fish Pueblo a lot yourself. What's going down for somebody who wants to maybe head down during the week here and fish Pueblo? What's going on there now? Well, Pueblo is absolutely my favorite fishery in the state of Colorado. And as far as healthy fisheries go, it is top-notch. Pueblo is fishing really well right now. It is one of those times of year where you can go down to Pueblo and have 50, 60 fish days, no problem. Uh, For the walleye fishing you have uh, high water levels uh, across the lake, which is very interesting because that pushes way back into the coves. And in the back of the coves is vegetation. Vegetation Pueblo hasn't seen in the past is um, popping up along with the brush and everything that gets covered from growing over from the fall. And the walleyes are shallow. So if you're going to go back and fish Pueblo, do not overlook going shallow. You're going to mark fish out on points. You're going to mark fish out on main lake structure, such as rocks. And, and under, you know, underwater humps, 
but do not overlook going shallow for those fish you can't see. What about the other species? Have you heard much about um, wipers or bass? Yeah, the smallmouth, uh, of course, are always mixed in with the walleye. So I've actually heard a lot about how the smallmouth guys are catching a lot of the walleyes, which means the walleyes have pushed shallow with the smallmouth because that's obviously where the shad are going to be because they should be in their first spawn right now. So a lot of a lot of bass um, are being caught, again, back in the same areas as the walleyes. Um, you know, it's very common, as you know, Terry, fishing there a lot, to, to pull up on a spot and to start to cast, and you might catch catch five or six large smallmouth and then five or six walleye and uh they're so they're always mixed in on the same structure back in the in the bays and um and the the wiper are you know i think and i feel like they're making a, a comeback at pueblo and they're getting huge um you know we caught a really big one this spring trolling crankbaits uh you know way up in the west end where almost where the river starts so those fish are very uh, aggressive. They're getting bigger, and um, the same early morning bite for wipers is always good. And believe it or not, the early morning bite can even be on the bottom using a jig and a half a night crawler and, uh, and, and working a jig slowly across the bottom to pick up wipers in the morning and in the evening. Now, speaking of a jig, I love jig fishing Pueblo. I fish jigs down there a lot. I know you can catch fish on a number of other presentations you can catch you can cast um, jerk baits into the shallow water you can work crankbaits you control you can use bottom bouncers but i i don't tournament fish anymore and i love to catch fish on jigs uh i would rather catch a few less fish jigging since i'm not tournament fishing than spend the day trolling what presentations are working down at pueblo right now on those shallow fish well, you, you hit it on the head with most of the presentations that would be effective right now. Jerkbaits obviously are effective, um, you know, in Pueblo, for, uh, especially in the evenings, close to dark, um, are always a great presentation at Pueblo. But, uh, you know, the, the jig tipped with a nightcrawler or a leech is really good. And i got to tell you, Terry, one of the most overlooked things, I think, at Pueblo, and one of the best ways to catch fish and a fun way to catch fish are slip bobbers. Uh, you can get a slip bobber with a you know, a uh, half a nightcrawler or less. You don't want to put too much nightcrawler underneath whatever you're using, a hook or a small jig head uh, under that slip bobber because it's too much. The fish will just nip off the bottom and you'll, you'll never hook a fish. Use a half a nightcrawler or a leech, and uh, you can have uh, just a, a action-filled day with that bobber going down over and over and over for all sorts of species in Pueblo. So, uh, you know, my suggestion to people, if they want to go out and they're fishing from a boat or even from shore, um, if you have a second rod stamp and you can fish two rods, I would put a rod out with a bobber, a slip bobber, and I would fish a jig with a uh, tip with a neck crawler across the bottom. Those are always two yeah. very productive techniques. If more people fish slip bobbers, they from pros to weekend anglers, that increase their catch enormously. We are out of time. Real quick, if people want more information on CWT, where do they go? Uh, they can go to alleyesonfishing.com, and CWT is a tab at the top, and it's listed all of our events, including the shootout events, uh, will be at the webpage. And information for e-tournament fishing is also on that webpage, and e-tournamentfishing.com is a place they can find the info on the app. All right, my friend, we will talk to you again soon. Thank you, Terry. You bet. Josh Sheldon from CWT. We'll take a quick time out while I rest my voice, and we'll join Parks and Wildlife when we come back on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan.